From the new species of animals, which I recently discovered, called furries, to the rapid exodus of businesses leaving China, even to the two-cent drop in national average cost of gas. This is the Weekly Politics Show. March for freedom, change our nation, join the movement now, right now. Right, thank you guys for tuning in to my podcast today. All around the world, we are seeing COVID-19 outbreaks, not only in poor nations where a small percent of the people are vaccinated, but I mean literally all around the world. And this is mostly because of the Omicron variant, which, as we have, we'll talk about later, is pretty much immune to all COVID policies, including mask mandates and vaccine mandates. So let's take a look at some proof. Uh, COVID outbreaks. The United Kingdom has a fully vaccination rate of 70.3%, just to put this in context. As of December 10, the United Kingdom's COVID cases have spiked. Why? Well, as you probably know due to the timeline, in November, late November, Omicron was discovered in South Africa. Omicron traveled to the United Kingdom, probably through international travelers on vacation or something. And now it is in the United Kingdom spreading throughout there. And they have an extremely high vaccination rate, fully vaccination rate. They have mask mandates. I think there might be some certain cities that are under certain types of lockdowns even. And yet Omicron is still spreading through the United Kingdom. Now, uh, Dr. Fauci himself, which as we all know, Dr. Fauci is the real president of the United States of America. Dr. Fauci himself has admitted to, uh, during a press release, that the uh, Omicron variant will not be stopped by masks, it will not be stopped by vaccine mandates, it will not be stopped by any COVID policy that we currently have in place. Dr. Fauci said during this time that he strongly suggests that we are, we social distance whenever possible, and we get a full vaccination, and then we... We, we wear double masks, even triple masks, don't insult at areas. We make sure that we're vaccinated in order to go on airplanes because I am the true king. I am the voice of science. That is why. That is why you must obey me. And uh, he, he, he says a really good thing here. <clears throat> oh, and by the way, the conservatives were right. Turns out that natural immunity, where there's a bunch of people together and they all get the coronavirus, it actually offers some protection against other variants. So it turns out, actually, Dr. Fauci admits himself that mass immunity gives people another layer of protection against all variants of the virus. Thanks, Dr. Fauci. We've known that for the last 1,700 years now. Where have you been? Uh, again, nothing we do can actually stop this virus from spreading. It's going to spread. It's the only corona is going to spread. It's extremely likely you're going to get this virus eventually. It's just very unlikely that you're going to die from it. It has a very, very low death rate. As far as I know, only one or two people have actually been confirmed killed by Omicron. And my guess is that they were older or um, had some sort of health issue. So let's let's talk about the, the star of the show today. Uh, as you heard in my introduction, just recently I have learned that there is a new species of animal. These animals are very, very, very rare. But according to some recent research by Vox and CNN and MSNBC, they are growing in numbers. They are called furries. 
<clears throat> Sorry. Mm. These animals used to be people, but um, they they magically transformed into like animals when these people decided to identify as animals. Uh, I don't know how it took me so long to figure out that these people exist. I still wish that I never learned about them. They're disgusting. People are now starting to think that they can quite literally be whatever they want just because they identify as it. Just because they think that when they identify as something, they magically turn into that. That's just ridiculous. Simple science can tell you otherwise. Furries are dysfunctional people. And um, um, an article written by the women's magazine or something like that. Don't ask why it was written by them. I don't know. I don't know what furries has anything to do about women, but it was written by a women's magazine. Uh, they said that furries are not dysfunctional people. They're regular people who simply have a longing or desire to be something other than people. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's dig into this a little bit. I'm not a psychiatrist and I'm not a psychologist, but I'm not dumb either, which means I definitely do know that when you have a longing or a certain... A hole in your heart because you want to be something that you're not that means you're lonely and being lonely leads to extreme mental disorders like oh well not disorders they're more like mental illnesses like depression or anxiety and these illnesses can cause suicide and many other things so them dressing up as animals is not healing it. it's actually causing it worse or making it worse because oh now I'm dressed up as an animal and I think I'm an animal now What's going to stop me from going even further? Well, in today's culture, nothing. But back then, a lot of stuff, you could get hanged. <laughs> um, not suggesting they should get hanged. They shouldn't. When I'm Basically, what I'm trying to get out here is they are dysfunctional people. They have some mental disorder similar to what gender dysphoria is. And gender dysphoria is a disorder where you think you're a gender that you're not or you wish to be a gender that you're not or you to take part in general uh gendered activities that you can't because you're not you know yeah <laughs> and you have to be diagnosed diagnosed with gender dysphoria in order to partake or undergo transgender surgery so uh it's it's extremely similar to gender dysphoria it's like how do i explain it in a very simple term let's say well, let's just go through statistics here. Basically, it's these people who want to be something that they're not. And that is indeed a uh, mental illness. In fact, 33% of these furries have a major mental illness where they think that they actually are this animal. While 66% of them, according to the same women's magazine, by the way, have a simple mental disorder. And when I say simple, it's simple. Like, they have depression, they have anxiety, or... Uh, they have loneliness or they have all of them and these people think that the cure is to dress up like an animal or to the cure is to cry for attention it's not okay the cure is to go see a psychiatrist or a psychologist and to desperately not desperately but to explain to them your situation and they will help you lead this or the I can't talk today they will help bring you through the situation so that you can uh, this is going to sound super mean so that you can be normal <laughs> furries are not they're not people they don't want to be people so why should we treat them like people if you're a furry and you pretend to be an animal because you want to be an animal fine let's treat you like an animal let's have you 
walk on four legs, wear antlers, and then let's hunt you during hunting season. I'm not suggesting we actually do that, I'm just putting this into context for those people who are okay with the idea of furries. They're not okay. They're people who need help. Psychologic help. And we could literally talk about furries all day. A group of people that literally just want attention have major mental disorders. And, um, they, by the way, they're actually threatening schools right now. In Iowa, there has been a school sued because they don't have the, um, litter boxes for kittens. Surprising, right? A school is not putting litter boxes in the bathrooms for kitties? Why not? My word. There could be students in the, the school that identify as kittens. How dare they not put litter boxes in those bathrooms? They, they are so uninclusive. They are so, so sexist and cis white men like and I don't know. What else do they call us? Bigots and racist people, even though it has nothing to do with race. They're racist. That's what they are. They're racist. Uh, furries are not a massive uh, threat to the United States, though, because they can't do anything. They're just a culture thing, bobber, where bunch of people think they can be something that they're not that thing is the idea of that has been going on for a while now just the extreme furries i just recently heard about and they're not a massive threat eventually they're going to go extinct due to natural selection and hunting season so we don't need to worry about them too much actually furries are the smallest threat to america that i can think of right now a bigger threat that we should talk about is china China is a major threat to the United States, both economically and military-wise. At least China was, until recently. There have been multiple studies that have been looking into the statement going about claiming that these massive businesses are now leaving China. And it caught my attention the other day. So I decided to look it up. And according to lovemoney.com, I love that website. Sounds like an amazing name. There are actually quite a few companies leaving China. I'm just going to read through the list of the major companies that they're listing here. Nike, Apple, Samsung Electronics, LG Electronics, Adidas, Puma, Zoom, Sharp, Hasbro, Kia Motors, Hyundai, uh, Hyundai Motor Group, Hyundai Mobis, Stanley Black & Decker, Dell, HP, Google slash Alphabet, Microsoft, Lincoln, Lincoln, LinkedIn, never heard of that, <laughs> GoPro, Intel, Sony, Nintendo, Under Armour, Steve Madden, Old Navy slash Gap, Superdry, Space, NK, The New York Times, whoa, hold up, wait a second, The New York Times is based in China? That's interesting to know, okay. Well, at least we know why the New York Times lies all the time and spreads CCP propaganda all the time. Naver. 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 Don't know what that is. Quanta Computer, which is a company that um, sells servers to Facebook and uh, Google, I believe. Yeah, Facebook and Google. So as you just heard, there's quite a few companies leaving China. Those are massive companies that rake in massive amounts of income. <laughs> and uh, as you as you heard, um, 
most of those are American companies too. Intel is an American company, Nike, Apple, Samsung's Korean, South Korean, LG I believe is Japanese, Adidas is American I think, Puma's American I think, Zoom is also American I think, Sharp is Japanese, Hasbro is American, Kia is Korean, Hyundai is Korean, Hyundai Mobis is Korean, Stanley Black & Decker is American, Dell's American, HP is not American, I think that's Chinese. The Chinese company is leaving China? What? <laughs> You get the point. This is all these American and um, Western, I should say Western as a whole, companies leaving China. So that would bring China's global share of the economy from, what, 19% down to at least 11% just from these massive companies leaving. Because these companies, all of the American companies that I just listed are based in uh, California. And the fact that they're based in California means that California has a second not second, I think it's the fifth world's largest economy. Just the fact that those American companies are based in California, even though their production isn't in California. Oh, by the way, I believe they're moving a lot of these companies that I just said were based in California. I believe some of them are also moving to Texas and other Republican states because California has so many policies that are just annoying to have a business there. Starting with high high tax income taxes and moving on to high amounts of regulations that you have to follow <clears throat> all right so based off of all of this stuff that's all done this is all because all these companies leaving china is all because trump has this tariff war or had this tariff war um against china where basically Chinese companies would have to pay an extra amount of tax in order to import to the United States. And that is probably about 70 to 75% of the reason why these companies are leaving China. I would say 20 to 25% or 30 to 25% of them are actually because China is increasing their amount of regulations on big companies which is good for us because that means all these companies are now leaving China. Hopefully some will come back to the United States with their production because we need the jobs. Despite the supposed great resignation, we always need more jobs. It's better to have more jobs and less people than it is to have more people and less jobs. That way you can fill in those new jobs that you have with the growing population of your nation. So Trump did so many good things for the United States, so we are seeing the effect of right now. And I'm praying and hoping significantly that Biden does not get rid of these things. Biden should not get rid of these things because look, there's so much evidence I just listed that these things that Trump did, like the tariff war against China, are good things. This is a great thing. China will no longer be a massive economic threat to the United States, which means that they will not have the ability to have this massive, um, they will not have the ability to have this massive military anymore because their economy can't support it. So what are they gonna do then? Nothing, they won't be a threat to us anymore and we will only really need to focus on Russia. That is the good news. That is incredible news. All right, I have a bit some I have some time left, so let's go back to COVID, the coronavirus, and let's go to South Africa. South Africa has mask mandates through the roof. They love masks. They don't have vaccine mandates because they don't have it widely available there, as you know, it's a poor country. But 
their um, COVID rates, it looks like you start with a beginning of COVID. It's like a big hump. There's a massive amount of COVID cases until the entire, most of the population gets it, and then it goes down, and then it goes up again, then it goes down, then it goes back up again. While in the United Kingdom, it goes up and it goes slightly down, it just stays like that, then it goes up and it goes slightly down, and it stays like that, and it goes back up again. Which nation do you think is doing better at controlling the coronavirus? The nation where people are getting immune to it based off of natural immunity and um, herd immunity, like South Africa, or people who think that they're becoming immune to it by sticking a bunch of drugs and vaccines into them. Well, it actually turns out that South Africa is doing better at it. A poor nation with very few supplies and a 30% vaccination rate is doing better at controlling the coronavirus than a nation with a 70.3% vaccination rate. What does that tell you? I should tell you right away that these vaccines do not keep you from getting the virus. These vaccines will not stop you from spreading the virus. They will not stop you from getting the virus. The only thing that these, that being fully vaccinated will actually do to you is decrease your risk of hospitalization or death. That is it. So if you're an elderly person or a um, person who has health issues, I would highly suggest you get the full vaccination because it will help keep you from being hospitalized or experiencing death from the virus. I do not need to get the vaccine. I'm young. I have no health issues. I'm not going to get the vaccine until I'm older or have health issues. If the coronavirus is still around, which brings me to another topic here. Is the coronavirus actually endemic? And by endemic, I mean, is the coronavirus here for good or is it going to actually go away someday? Very quick answer for you. It's endemic. The coronavirus is here to stay. I'm sorry. It's like the flu. When the flu, uh, I just can't talk again. When the flu first came out, it was massively deadly. You can think about the early 1900s for an example. Masks were worn and they did not work because they're just simple cloth masks. They're not gonna stop anything. Like a piece of cloth ever stopped someone? No. It's um. They have massive uh, death rates and all this kind of stuff. And now that we have vaccines for the flu, but the flu still comes and infects us. So that's why there's no mandates for the flu vaccine. Unless you're working for a private company, then in some cases there are because a private company has the right to do that. Unfortunately, though, the government does not want to admit that this virus is endemic. They continue to push these COVID policies upon us. They continue to suggest and even imply vaccine mandates upon us that um, we cannot, or that we have to, saying that we have to get vaccinated in order to stop the, uh, I can't think right now, in order to stop the COVID uh, virus from spreading and from becoming a massively endemic disease. But the issue is, even when you get the vaccine, by the time we had the vaccine out, Delta was already out. So that means another variant had already come around. The vaccine was not fully able to stop Delta, which means that the Delta was able to mutate again into Omicron. Actually, there were quite a few other mutations between there that didn't get anywhere because they weren't, uh, they didn't spread very fast. But those basically mutated into Omicron, a horribly not deadly uh, disease, but it spreads like wildfire spreads extremely quickly which is why it can almost guarantee that you will get it at some point in your life but it is so not deadly that it's simply like a cold 
the reason why we call it the simple cold in America is because everyone gets it. In the wintertime, when it's cold outside, you will get the cold. It's almost a guarantee. Why is that? Well, it's such a popular disease now that it's basically widespread. It spreads like wildfire. When you get the cold, you get horribly sick. Not usually, unless you have some major health issues with your lungs or you have, um, or you're older, way older. Then in that case, getting a cold is can be very deadly and I would suggest you go visit the doctor when you have a cold. Otherwise, getting a cold is nothing to worry about. It's just a simple cold, you get it, it goes away after a little while. Sometimes it gets bad and we have some antibiotics that you can take to help it go away. It's very simple. Same as with this new Omicron variant, it's basically like a cold. That's what you're gonna feel like when you get it. How do I know this? Well, there's quite a lot of data that backs this up. This data is coming from South Africa. South Africa is an ally with China, but they do not have very many state-owned news companies, which is a good thing, which is why I trust the data coming out of South Africa. All right, today the United States is in a state of decline because we have a president that does not do anything. Literally, he does nothing. He sits on his chair and twiddles his thumb thinking about how he can ruin the United States next. He's literally the opposite of Donald Trump. And despite the warnings from the American people, me, you, your boyfriend, girlfriend, your wife, your husband, your children, I don't know, whoever else is listening to this, based from the warnings that we give him, he doesn't listen to him. He ignores us. He doesn't care what we think. I mean, he cheated to get into office. Why would he care what we think? He will continue to do the exact opposite of what Donald Trump did until there is nothing else for him to do. And I am praying and hoping that Biden does not ruin our nation too much before the election in 2024. We need a Republican president next in 2024 because we'll start again for these furry thingies, this stupid um, culture thing that's going around because Biden's letting it go around because he's just like, oh, you can be whatever you want. I don't care. When Trump had this, do you think this stuff would have happened? No. When Trump was in office, this stuff never happened. There were riots, and we used those riots against the Democrats. The rapid exodus from China just goes to prove that the Republicans are doing an excellent job, way better than what Biden could do. The rapid exodus from China shows us that Trump's policies worked. And let's hope that Biden keeps those policies in place. And the two cent drop in national average cost of gas. I'm not sure if we talked about that. The two cent drop where the Democrats decided to post a graph of this two cent drop and made it look like a... Well, the, okay, let's go to the beginning of the story. There's a Democrat who hates Biden and he decided to post a graph of the two cent drop in gas prices because Biden released the national reserves from gas. And basically, he made it look like it was a massive drop, and he did it to make fun of Biden. And then Democrats retweeted his tweet, and it was just like, oh, thank Biden for all this stuff. They're incompetent. The only reason why they retweeted that is because they did nothing, and they know it, but that made it look like they did something. That's why they retweeted it, because they have nothing else to tweet out there. They don't do anything. We need a Republican back in office. We need a competent president back in office again. We need a Republican to fix the United States of America and to make us great again. And I'm not suggesting Donald Trump. Thank you all for listening. God bless you.
and adios.